0: Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family
1: Foundation. While many of her schoolmates spend time cramming and memorizing math lessons for exams, Chanel Williams found that math was something she never had to study. The 25-year-old from Brandon Hill, Clarendon, believes that she is gifted in math. It's no surprise, therefore, that today Chanel is enrolled as a final year student at Michael University College, specializing in mathematics. Upon receiving her degree, she'll be qualified to teach the subject at CSEC and Cape levels. But even before Chanel officially enters the classroom, she is sharing her math skills and giving back to her community thanks to support from Carimed. The Mathways joins me, Shellyanne Harris, now on this edition of Impacting Jamaica. Chanel, welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Thank you for having me. All right, so you have said that you are gifted in mathematics. Tell us why you say that.
0: Okay, from a tender age, I've always excelled in mathematics. Going to that, I did GSAT in two thousand and eight and I got one hundred percent in the math area. And owing to that I also did C in fourth form where I got a distinction. And I did CAPE in sixth form where I got two tools. That is considered distinction in that area. And in high school now I'm getting A's in mathematics and where people find it difficult to solve mathematical problems posed to them, I do not have a problem in that area.
1: So how, how does that skill play out in, in normal life? Like if you're going to the supermarket or if you say numbers, is, is it that you know you see numbers easily or you, you add things quickly? Give us any stories about that.
0: Okay, like if I go to the supermarket and they say fifteen percent G C T, twenty five percent G C T from an early age, I always could add up that without a calculator. And numbers are at big numbers quite fast, so
1: that's that uh, okay great great so you're now studying to be a math teacher tell us about right. the reason you chose teaching uh, and your vision for the future
0: okay i chose teaching because i want to make a difference in students life in the area of mathematics and my vision for the future is to see the teaching profession regain back its prestige And to see teachers being more diverse in catering to all the different learning types. You know, you have four distinct learning types, are auditory, Mm -hmm. visual, tactile, and kinesthetic. I want to see all the teachers being able to cater to that level of learning for the students, where they can understand it more easier, and they won't have such a block or such a mental block in the subject area.
1: Why do you think people have a block in mathematics? It's, it's, it's quite a thing. Um, where do you think that comes from?
0: I think it's, it's their lack of confidence. They see big numbers and they're easily frightened. I think it's their level of motivation. They think because there are long equations and long ways of doing it, they don't have the power, they don't have the will to do that because it's, it's quite scary. You see big numbers on paper, equations. You see algebraic expressions, so you get frightened at that. So it's just it's just a, a mental block where students speak up from their lack of confidence or their lack of motivation for to do math.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Jamaica seems to have a shortage of math teachers too. Um, what do you think are some of the things we can do to encourage more teachers to get into teaching math? Okay, um,
0: you know, Teaching math, you know, math is, is quite a, uh, a a subject feared. But if um, students from their from their primary levels would excel in mathematics, they would use different tactics to teach them mathematics in high in primary school and high school levels. Mm-hmm. I think students would um, gravitate to the subject more, and and find it easy, and find it a, a path that they want to take in the, in the college level.
1: Hmm. Okay, now, moving on a little bit now, in terms of earlier this year, you were busy giving back to your community in Clarendon by teaching math classes. Tell us how that project came about and about the support you received from CARIMED.
0: Okay, so I always participated in the summer work pro- program at CARIMED and see that it was shelved for the second consecutive year due to the pandemic. I thought that I'm a math major and I, people normally struggle in that area. So I thought my community would be appreciative of an initiative where I teach mathematics to high school students for free. And I put forward the project to CARMED and they responded in favor. And I received a stipend, three months in equivalent for what I would receive in the summer work program at
1: CAREMED. Awesome, awesome. So how did it go? Tell me about some of the challenges and the successes that came from these three months of teaching. So, first of
0: all, I had three groups where I taught grade 7 and 8 on Mondays. On mm-hmm. Fridays, I taught grade 9 and 10. And on Fridays, I taught the CSEC students. And some challenges were that students were behind in a, in a, a lot in the subject area. And they were very slow because they know that there are lack of devices and they don't have net to propel them to the classes, mm-hmm. you know, that were very slow in catching up. And some successes were that they received good grades from the test I gave them, many good grades from 70s ranging to even 100. I have a couple of students who scored 100 in the ex- in the exams that I gave them. And also, most of them are now clear on topics that they once struggled with.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds awesome. How do you feel about that?
0: I feel good. You know, it's an experience you know, um, from January to May, I'll be going out into high schools and teaching for teaching practice. And I think this is a good way of of practicing me to to be better with, at that.
1: Mm, I think so too. What do you think policymakers and perhaps other teachers can do to help kids to be more successful with mathematics?
0: Okay, I think policymakers can get case studies done they can target why students are have such a mental block in the area of mathematics so they can do research studies and that and target that and try to fix that evaluate the curriculum or do they need to target the students before they target the curriculum and also I think teachers can create fun and interesting approaches to the subject area using manipulatives and relating the subject more to real life so students can relate to it
1: Okay, now this is your final year of teachers college. How are you preparing yourself to succeed in light of the changes with how children are being educated in this COVID era? The education is largely online. We think it's a hybrid that's going to be happening in terms of both online as well as face to face when that time comes. How are you preparing yourself for that?
0: Students are now being taught online and Michael has equipped us with courses that all allow you to manipulate technological resources that aid in delivering mathematics. So you can use uh, you can use the internet, you can use it to the advantage where you have programs such as Kahoot, Wordwall, you can use interactive PowerPoints, you can use YouTube videos. Those are some things you can use to bring across mathematics in a more fun and exciting way so students can. So when they see it on screen, they'll have fun. They'll have fun and they see pretty pictures, colors of things, and they will be able to manipulate it more and relate to it.
1: Mm. So your plan is to make it exciting in, in both online as well as face-to-face? Yes, miss. Okay, awesome. I want to then end by asking you to share three cool things about Jamaica. We are on the Impacting Jamaica podcast, so we like to end with cool things about Jamaica. So first, your favorite spot and why. Then your favorite person and why. And then finally, your favorite food and why. My
0: favorite spot his and lounge restaurant and they serve this is because they serve delicious meals and the ambience is beautiful my favorite person is mr glenford christian because he was a poor man from the brandon community mm-hmm. and he worked hard and dedicated himself in business in his business and now his most one of the one of the most successful businessmen and he also gives back to his brandon he's from brandon community where i'm from
1: mm-hmm. by the way yes and he
0: It gives back a lot of, many ways to the community so they can benefit. And lastly, my favorite food is steam fish and festival. (laughs) I love it a lot and festivals are so tender and juicy when prepared right.
1: Yes, I think that's the the key thing when prepared right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Chanel Williams, I wish you all the best in your final year. And I hope you continue to give back to your community because we all need math in every area of life. So thank you very much for joining us on Impacting Jamaica. You're welcome. And thank you for
0: having me. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Do join us again for another In The Series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.